glove, no love. Are people still on prep? What are y'all doing um, out there? I hope so. I, I, I was hearing, I was hearing the community go in uproar online. Uproar? Online. I haven't well, been there in a while. Oh my God. I just think that people were, like, there's some sex worker. Oh my God, that's so bad. Oh, oh. Not sex oh. workers. I don't know. I guess it seems like workers. you knew what you want to talk about today. <laughs> no, there <laughs> were. Hi, everyone. Welcome to DC's Messiest Podcast. We're talking about sex workers, which do work outside my apartment. of 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. They are walking up and down my street. So It's not 5 a.m. It's till 8 a.m. Because I've gone my... to your house at, past a certain time, and they're still there. My sister's with one dress on and one coat, honey. And I got it. I got. I, I get it, honey. Look, look, look at her. Um, how, how does it feel? I'm, I'm going to go back to my point in a second. But how does it feel to have uh, prostitutes walking around your neighborhood on a daily basis? That's kind well, of I work with one every Sunday at 5 p.m., so... I'm pretty used to it. Thank you for thank you for uh, helping me, um, you know, be such a worldly person and accept all kinds of people walking all kinds of nights and lives. <laughs> do you do you do you feel scared for their safety, or you do you judge them? Um, I mean, I'm not paying them, so I don't really think about any of that for them. I just really hope they're you know having fun doing the work that they do. You know, if you're gonna do it, have fun with it. That's what I say. I don't know if that is um misguided or just naive <laughs> i mean it, I, you know when i've seen them outside your apartment um, the many a time you you talk to them you go to meetings with it's them. cold bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just got on the, the the booty you've asked them for lipstick the... <laughs> oh my god breaking news sex workers are judging people for being undetectable or positive despite not using safe sex practices in their videos what do you think about that? Um, so, so sex workers, i.e., Rocco Steele, all um, OnlyFans content creators. Um, okay, so OnlyFans content creators are judging people who are undetectable, right? Refusing to work with them or film with them or interact with them. Oh wow. Um, well. I wouldn't say that I am surprised by that. Um, I think that, you know, I think that we've, we've kind of moved away from having those kinds of hard conversations about, um, like Boing. cross sex and like having sex with people that are undetectable or HIV positive. I don't feel like people talk about that. And I feel like, um, I think that it's not as widely accepted or the stigma is still definitely tied with HIV, especially in the gay community. But like you're on prep also. So I don't understand that. Right. It's weird. I did see all this ties in because I also saw an interview. This was with a cisgender female cis sex, work, sex worker, um, much like those outside your apartment. Um, and the ones said, you work with. 
she's sad that you know it doesn't count as a body if you use a condom. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> oh uh, and you're still being ran through, so that's crazy. Wait, that's crazy. And when you think about it, your muscle like, memory well... is still there, honey. Your muscle memory is still there, honey. I was like, well, yes. Because maybe you no, know, you're definitely that's like that's like the girls that are like, oh, I had sex anal, so like I'm still, you're a, still virgin. a virgin. Yeah, you're, you're an anal virgin down. I mean, um, I just feel like okay, like when you have sex with someone raw without a condom or any protection, I just feel like okay, like that's a body. But like if you're doing it wrapped up and you know you're not feeling it, that's the guy. That's the idea. Right? You're not feeling it. What are you talking about? You, honey. If a big dick with a condom on is a, if a magnum's inside you, you're feeling that magnum. Okay? Let me tell you. And at that point, if it's that big of a dick, I can't put it to pe- I, first of all, when I top, I can't put condoms on. I'm sorry. It doesn't work for me. I Oh my god. So you don't it, you also don't practice safe sex here. And um when I top, I've I've only topped once with a condom and it was 5 minutes and then I just took it off and then we just kept going. But he knew. He knew. He knew. We agreed. We agreed. Yeah, I've never topped with a condom on. Sorry. That happened to but, me. It's two, but I got gonorrhea. So you had a good time. Um, but I will say, like, I always definitely I'm I've been better on taking prep, even though sometimes I forgot to take it. Um, but yeah, like yeah, usually so annoying, a prep is like a good thing to go for. Like, you know, there are people every day who have to remember birth control and changing oh no gays love treating gays love treating taking prep every day like it's their birth control like the way that gays will have alarm set for their prep girl that's content girl oh my god i'm like girl (laughs) calm down you don't think it's i will see like girl the gays pulling out prep during brunch and be like bitch i have to take my prep and then they like take it with a mimosa drink yeah but that's also like so annoying because why would you be taking prep during business hours you feel me like that's that's a six a.m. or a ten p.m. kind of gig. Like that is not. A you shame day. people for the weirdest things. No, Don't take no, I, I, oh, you so know, mothers no. can't breastfeed their their kids at, at, at in public either. No, it, no, it, we like, have uh, I have a worker now who closes her door and pumps and stuff. It's a lot. It's a long time though. But it is. I hope she's staying on the clock. <laughs> no, I learned a lot about it. I love that. But like, I always thought it was weird when those people who took like birth controls, like when girls had birth control, and they'd be like, oh, I gotta take it. And it's like 4 p.m. I'm like, bitch, why'd you decide to do it at 4 p.m.? Like, why is that not a bedtime routine or like a, a morning routine? Like, why would you, like, why would you inconvenience yourself? I, I mean, I get it. I get it. I always take it at night. But like, no, it's like you have to take it at the same time every day. Exactly. So it should be like, <laughs> no, but like what? Like you sometimes you fall asleep in different times. Oh, not everyone schedules everything new. I think other people, you know, yeah, I, I like to like it. to live a little bit it. more spontaneously. But I'm the kind of person that's like, bitch, if I took it today, I took it today. Okay, I'm not gonna be up in up in arms about that. And like I said, no one's no one's trying to get me pregnant right now. So right, you know, we won't we'll, we'll continue to not take medical advice from you. Thank you. I, 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 um, how many STDs have you had, Nunu? Just one. Okay. I feel like one is enough, right? Um, I mean, for some, I will say, you know, for others, sometimes you get two in one go. <laughs> and right. That's shocking. It's, it's no judgment because, you know, we all have been there. You know, I had a student had to walk through that process. You know, She had gonorrhea? Um, had STI and you know the, you know doing it on her own and you know hiding it from things that, that'd be really scary because what happened to me I was like scared and I was like a fully grown man 
So um, <laughs> I could imagine being a little girl in high school having um, to go through that. But like, are, it's weird. Are you so where are where do you fit into this? Like, if you were on prep, how would you feel about you know having sex with someone? I've had sex with undetected people. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like as long as you're good to go, then you're good to go. That's how I feel about it for everything, right? Like, you should just, everyone should be playing safe, um, having protection just in case, whether that's a condom or, you know, you know Narcan's. Or just regular testing. Just get tested regularly, please. And you could check out our videos with being a star on YouTube that talks about uh, that. Oh, my God. English nice throwback. Oh, my God. Sex ed, sex ed and counseling. Oh, my God. The fact that I almost worked at um, Whitman Walker. Uh, that <laughs> girl. That I'm so, in hindsight, I'm so glad I didn't get that job. No shame. Yeah. You know what God has for you. It's always, <laughs> always. Oh, look at, look at, look at God. Look at God. That... Uh, Nunu, so did you go to church this morning? You know it's what? Sunday. It is Sunday. Um, so of course we did our our routine. Put on the Prince of Egypt, right? Um, <laughs> is that not church? You, I think. You're, oh my god, I keep going, but I think you're a little crazy right now. Go. No, I'm telling you what I actually did. No, I, and I'm telling you, I think you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're having a manic episode. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> 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 are you performing a Prince of Egypt song at JR's this weekend? <laughs> no, I am performing a, a fiery and an icy song this weekend <laughs> at JR's Bar and Grill at 10 p.m. for our Fire and Ice show. I didn't hear that posted by the Silverware and Hennessy. Come to me, Bombshell Monroe. Give a fun show 10 p.m. at JR's March 2nd. But yeah, so I'm a Prince of Egypt and, you know, I receive, okay, I want everyone to know, I, again, I said this in podcast before, I communicate through music, so I have to have some songs that are grounding me to the experience. Yes, 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 yes. Lift, lift you up. And mm -hmm. um, I thought it was a great movie. I love it. I love the Old Testament. It's so fun to see God just, just butcher people. Like, everything is plagues and firestorms and flooding and killing, and it's just so... And you, and you say, that is your man. It's just so That funny. is your man. Well, you know, it's a story arc, right, the Bible. You go from the Old Testament to the New Testament, and the New Testament is this cool story where this little baby that was born out of, some, of nowhere came and, you know, sacrificed. We don't have to go through that anymore, and it's just so fun to watch media portrayals. I mean, Prince of Egypt as an iconic movie, at least for, you know, black children in the south i mean i loved prince of egypt also growing up because we didn't Andrew get to Bullock, get this michelle pfeiffer val kilmer white people <laughs> love it <laughs> iconic i got it i got it <laughs> they were all playing brown people um, um <laughs> it was so fun yeah that was a time to be alive i thought it was genius it? you know why i want you i want you to know, i'm not just saying this random tangent y'all dreamworks she is DreamWorks put out Prince of Egypt and, and Joseph King of Dreams, knowing Christians would just give them money because Disney couldn't do it. They couldn't ruin the brand. So they did all this, got all this money, did all these iconic things so that we could fund better projects. And now we have Shrek. You know what I mean? Like, that's how God works. You had to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
grandma let's let's take you to bed grandma am i giving wendy williams documentary yes oh, oh my god, my god. oh should we talk about it i haven't i've been watching it yet, but should we talk about it like well you know i'm scared to watch it i'm scared to i watch saw it. the reviews because i did view it, it did. pretty intense you saw it I, I saw the review so I could oh. you know, gauge my level of interest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I watched the reviews. So, of course, Wendy Williams, media mogul, icon legend, um, was diagnosed apparently with dementia and aphasia, which, of course, is affecting memory, motor functions, speech, cognitive functions, you know, emotional regulation. And for some reason, they decided to make a film of this. And the reviews I said said this was weird. It made it worse. I feel Exploited like we, we, Yeah, they said we shouldn't be seeing it. And I agree. I just feel like dementia is such an intense uh, state. And I don't think anyone wants their loved one shown in that way, right? Um, Personally, me. Like, I've, I don't want to say that. I mean, as I get older, I'm like, you know, I, I've always said in the beginning, like, if I found out I had dementia and I lose my sense of self through a disease and I might have to, you know, clock out early because <laughs> I, I, do, I don't oh want to. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so you um, are telling the viewers that, you know, if you got diagnosed with this, then you feel like assisted suicide is the next step. Um. If you want to well, laugh at that, if you, if you think it was hilarious, then yeah, that's what, exactly what I said. If you no, think it's funny, then I yeah. Think it's a, I just think it's a, I think it's a fun jump to. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people would kind of think that way. I think it's. I don't want to lose my sense of self, and I know Wendy Williams would not want her self viewed like this. Um, and I strongly would just have her, but also maybe. It is a way that the family is seeing, like, look at what's going on sinister behind the scenes. Like, I think people were saying that, you know, it kind of shows that, you know, she's still a money maker for people. So that's why they're going to do it. Um, so it's kind of it's it's doing like the double edged sword where it's kind of like making them money, but it's exposing them for bad people. So um, it's really disheartening. But there are people who are saying it's karma. What do you think about that? I think that's offensive. I think that's really offensive. I think that's really offensive because we all have these bad thoughts. We all thought really bad things. She says a lot of things. And I don't think it's like, you know, karma. Because is that who's karma? Who who's really suffering? Her family. Is it karma for her family? Her husband? Her 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 low down husband? This is not that that makes him into like the hero of the story. That's crazy. No. Y'all y'all are crazy. Y'all hate women, especially black women, so yeah, you know, I I don't I don't know if karma is the right word. Obviously, you know, I just feel like we 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 we. Oh, did you think it was karma? I don't think it was karma. I just feel like you know when we choose certain lifestyles, then there are results, consequences. I would say consequences are just results, and not all the results don't always happen, but sometimes She's... they do. And I don't, I don't, I don't think you know. I love William, you so this is not, this is not me judging her or anything like that. But like for me, it's kind of like, could you do that morally? Like, could you feel like you could go on a national platform and say terrible things to someone uh, constantly and feel no sense of 
repercussions come up in whatever um, whatever that means I, I i don't know i in my personal I mean, values, if you're saying beyonce got her back beyonce got her back okay it's not even that i just feel like in my personal value system that you know if you do good for the most part good will happen if you do bad something will also happen it's a, it's a choice um oh I'm I'm not i mean i mean again i i i i, I just want her, her still to you know get she was still iconic in so many ways i mean y'all still use her quotes y'all still obsess over like that era of that show so i think to say that you know consequences results i think you know just i think she lived her life had an alcohol problem and now this is what happens <laughs> i uh, think that's what happened. Know, it was the alcohol you know and she's still and she's still someone is still buying her alcohol that was a weird part that documentary so that she's intense. still drinking despite that's having so all intense. these things going on but like also like but also she's what else is she gonna do also kind of and also oh no shade <laughs> wait no. so it's bad for me to say there's consequences but you know what mm -hmm. else she's gonna do but drink herself like what else would you do uh, if she, kill kill me i, I i've said that oh before. My God. <laughs> if i'm looking I like, like that i like that uh, trying jesus was never an option no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i just i just um yeah this is this era of yours needs to fade away because it's really triggering you're gonna start making me say amen before every <laughs> and after every podcast and i just really find it disconcerting because you know, I think there should be a separation of church and state. But apparently, new new does it. Um, it's just giving very much Nikki Haley. But go off, sweetie. <laughs> the Nikki Haley of drag is new new pairs. <laughs> uh, so you, you know what? I had a, a a boy toy back in college that had a I had an idea. Not boy toy. I'm boy toy is crazy. Toy, boy toy is crazy. A little, a lot of pocket pussy. <laughs> That's <what> you have. <laughs> wow, you just you objectify all your past lovers. Damn. So he was like a CNA at some retirement home. Oh, and... so he was definitely a bottom. He was an eager little bottom to serve you, daddy. You're exactly the kind of bottom he was. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I had him too. It was fun. <laughs> Them. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were two of them. They're twins. <laughs> so you know, they always talked about you know I learned so much about dementia and the, you know how the nurses deal with it and the 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 nooners and the sundowners, the sundowners, not the nooners, are scary. Yeah, that, that's yeah, scary. all those things. And they always said, you know what? When I get to that point, I'm just gonna be doing like so much drugs because I just don't even want to. Like, At that point, they're again. like just a lot of LSD and acid because like what is the point? As as long as y'all keeping me safe I i'll try not to be too much i've never been a, a problem to people before so i don't think i'll be a problem i mean do you whatever. believe in miracles um when you believe yeah <laughs> the first of you just song, yes <laughs> um, the version of michelle pfeiffer and sandra bullock singing it is pretty iconic please don't. um no 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 <laughs> you always have to bring white women into the mix <laughs> that's weird <laughs> <laughs> No, Sandra Bullock is fierce. Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> iconic. Six yeah, feet yeah. under, got me. What lies yeah. beneath? Oh no, what lies beneath? That was a good movie. Catwoman, and Batman. She was a villain in Catwoman. Yeah, and she was in Hairspray. Uh huh. Like I was saying, um, I bring up miracles because you know whether you're religious or not, I've always felt like if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen to me. You feel me? Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like if I had dementia or whatever, that you know 
somehow I'm just going to get rid of it and become back to normal. So I wouldn't want to like <laughs> off myself specifically because I feel like there's always a chance I could, you know, bounce back. Um, <laughs> and I don't know again, you've always optimism. lived your life with a, you know, a tweak of mental instability. So I understand that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I still don't know where I stand on that. You know, that's my biggest fear for anyone in my close circle. I don't want to see anyone that I love in that position, and I hope I never do. And your but... close friends? That's crazy. How many people in your close friends? Oh, wait, that's we're, we're, we're a serious moment. Sorry. Yeah, I don't want to see anyone in your close circle um go through hip dysplasia either. Hi, everyone. So the best part about Wait Till I'm Doing Reggaeton Brunch is that we get to meet so many people. And then all these people reach out to us and they want to work and collaborate. And for all those people, we want to say, first of all, thank you because it's so cool that you want to work with us. But also, like, please come. Enjoy the fun. Come to Reggaeton Brunch. Let's talk. Let's meet. Let's chat so we can work things out. I We want to collaborate. We want you to see our space. And we want you to support something that uh, means so much to us. Wouldn't you say, Rafi? Um, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I said. Um, I also just like, you know, I, I know what reggaeton brunch is and I find, I feel like now we have seen that we have succeeded for now seven consecutive months. It's about to be a year in May. That's crazy. That is crazy. We've managed to do something that a lot of people don't do and it, and I'm very proud of that. So um, if you want to work with us, down. I'm always looking for opportunity. But you got to come support our gigs. You got to support us. You can't just be riding off the coattails, sweetie. The only pe person that rides off this coattail is Nunu Paris, and that's a fact. So now that we got that out of the way. um, So, yeah, how are you feeling, Nunu? Uh, performing in drag has been so fun for you. Uh, but you have a show coming up. Uh, and how do you kind of process a gig when you get one like which ones do you say no to which ones do you say yes to like is it about the money like where do you wh what how's how, what's it like um you know when you are a working uh girl in the city whether you are outside Ravi's apartment or doing uh tricks in the streets of you i feel like preparing is just wanting to do something wanting to challenge yourself you know Nunu Paris does not ask for gigs okay and that's just a me thing and I definitely believe you a closed mouth don't get fed and you got to reach out for opportunities um, I'm fortunate that I don't have to do that um, and I don't reach out for opportunities so when they come to me I look through and I see okay do I like the people do I want to give a different show is there a theme something interesting and then you know I I, I say yes for me it's not about the money because you know sometimes you go into it not knowing there's times where I've come out with $500 not knowing what I was going into it at all and you know sometimes really just about the art you get to create like I love thinking of new things and being challenged um you know, reggaeton brunch is one of our favorite experiences. Um, but I love that in other gigs, we get to perform other music and we get to be creatively uh, drawn to different uh, audiences. Like sometimes there's all audiences. Sometimes uh, ooh, there's more ooh, poppy ooh, audiences. Sometimes uh, there's ooh, more mm. urban audiences. Ooh, so Okay. I, um, 
No, keep going, keep going. You do, you you like thank God I don't have to deal with these fucking Mexicans. <laughs> That's exactly what I heard, girl. I said finally I don't do Selena twice. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, wow. Who is gonna clean your toilet? It's Donald wow. Trump. <laughs> Who's, gonna go? wow. Who's gonna coach a reggaeton from Trump? <laughs> you know what? Oh, Should uh, we invite Donald Trump to reggaeton Braun? Um, at this point, why not? I want to say no. It would get people on reggaeton brunch. The fuck? Yes. Yeah. There's many, many Latinos part of Trump. I don't have to like, I don't, I have, trust me, I have not liked everyone that came to reggaeton brunch, and that's a fact. (laughs) Um, so yeah. So you said, so if you don't like the person, you won't do a gig with them. Is that what you said? If I don't get that vibe, yeah, I definitely will. I just feel like it's, it's, you want to be, comfortable you know what i mean you want people to come to you with respect and understanding the crowd because it takes a lot of money have people come to you disrespectfully asking you for a gig i mean i just feel like i just feel like etiquette sometimes is just lacking not just in drag i feel like the nightlife community itself like i think you know because of this kind of nature people tend to be more like rougher i don't know like why can't we just open up with like, hi, how are you doing? Like, what, what's going on? Instead of just being like, oh, I got a gig. This no, money at this place. At I this time. And I'm do like, not co-sign this. I, when I reach out oh. to people, I'm like, hey, are you free here? <laughs> yeah, perfect. It's just Girl. so intense. I'm no, like, it's oh. not. It's literally give me the directions. You don't have to read through anything. Um, some of these bitches have Android, so I don't need them to, <laughs> to be like all the pixelated fucking text message. I'm making it easy for you to read, Girl. When did you become a iPhone versus Android? Um, when I had war. to start working with so many Android people, and I'm like, girl, yeah, when you get that green bubble. Era. It's different. No, 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 no. It's like the videos. Like it's the videos. An Android camera. Why does it look like a webcam? It like it's a webcam. Like not the one that New News on right now. It's literally like an old webcam from American Pie days. So I'm like, girl, no, I can't. You, I, I tell you every time you try to, I think you just intentionally try to age yourself. American Pie. Do you think anyone has made American Pie reference in the last two decades? Um, American Pie is it's a referential movie. It's like it's literally not. iconic. Like, so there's no, there's no child alive. No All one. the small things. Do you think any child remembers the last time Tara Reid was relevant? Do you think anyone knows Jesus? Do you think these kids, oh. you've been talking about Jesus, so you can talk about Jesus, but I can't talk about American Pie. I think that people know you, Jesus more than uh, um, American Pie. You you think they, no, no. Nope. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm praying for you because I don't want you to get struck down from this blasphemy on a Sunday, on a Sunday afternoon, Le Santo Domingo. Um. It, could you imagine if people were sucking dick for bookings at DC? That'd that would be, be crazy, embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. girl. <laughs> I would never suck a dick no, for I would, a game. No, for real. Let's I, be clear. Not, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that, but not for any local gig not for at a, a bar, gig, right, girl? Imagine dying a local girl. Um, I feel like. <laughs> You just ended five local girls right now. Um, I want to shame people for having hair. Are you hairless? Like, if I looked at your booty hole right now, would there not be any hair? 
Um, I just, I just oh, Gagder. That question, Gagder, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's <laughs> more than a peach fuzz out there. Don't lie to me. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, you know, hair for me is not really like naturally occurring. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so it's hairless out there. I mean, it's, it was, it's always. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Wait, is, I hope your pee pee isn't hairless though. What you? So you you don't like people that shave no, their mons? I don't want to. It's, it's too pre pre pubescent for really? me. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I do, okay. I, I mean I don't mind a hairless asshole. Let's be clear, but I don't. It's like, the same thing. It's a double standard. No, nope. I don't know. No, nope. no. Nope. Uh, nope. I mean again, I don't mind hair, but sometimes you know when I'm an I'm an eater. Um, let's be clear. No one wants so much hair in their teeth. Just like when I don't like if you're if you're if you got a lot of pubic hair, then if I'm sucking your dick, I don't want to be flossing my teeth either. You know, girl, they give you a free dental treatment. You better motherfucking thank them. Um, I I like a nice, fairly manicured person. I think that's. I I I think hairless. But hairless is crazy. Hairless more is crazy. I I disagree with that. I just think it looks more interesting. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay. And you know, again, same thing. You just don't want to have to deal with a lot and a lot of flossing. So you just want to get to it, you know. Um, no surprise. But your but but your hole is hairless. You said. Um, I, just wanna, I, just, I think the listeners do much. now. Oh, then it's not. Y'all. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. She can clean dishes off that pussy. Um, it's crazy. Like I feel for oh, oh, crazy. Never mind. It's crazy. Right. Well, yeah, I was gonna say something. It was offensive. I don't say it. No, that's what I. Well, that's the meat of the episode. Show, show you, show yourself. I used to like really have. Uh, I've grown, obviously, but I used to have uh, like a such aversion to hair as a young person. Um, like I would be like, I was so afraid of getting hair. I was so happy I didn't have that much hair. If I found hair, I would just like start <laughs> shaving. I just thought it was better if you didn't have hair like no hair again again my ideal world there's no i don't think humans should have any hair below the below the chin like right um why do why do like why do we need hair below the chin like what is it doing for us it's not really doing anything um, for us. it adds character oh no i like chest hair first of all a good amount of chest hair is fine with me um yeah no i i'm, I'm not i'm not that hateful with hair because, oh, like, I imagine having hair, because hair co- comes everywhere. Like, there's people with hair on their back. Or, um, yeah, I mean, you know, people back hair is not my their, hair, right? On their it's stomach. Not my favorite, but it's... it's hair on their, on their ankle. hair everywhere. And I'm just like, we don't, we don't need hair below the chin. We, is we... Prince hairless? Huh? Is Prince hairless? Do you make Prince shave? Is I don't I don't know that much about his music. I know that he <laughs> shot some photos. I think he had chest hair. I think he had like hair on his on his body. Would you make are you like that that person that was like make someone shave? No. I've not. seen porn where the top is like, oh, has shaved the guy's butt. I, I have seen that in a porn video. I was like I mean, again, I definitely think I'm preference. That would end me. Really? That would end me. I mean just clean it up. No, that that <laughs> would kill the vibe. 
No, that would kill the vibe. How would that kill the that vibe? That would kill the vibe. No, making someone shave is crazy. That's no, 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 no. No, because it's more, it's more loving. It's like, oh, I'm so interested. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, to each. But I was gagged when I saw that on the porn tape. It took me out. Porn tape. Oh my god. These kids don't know what a tape is. Stop saying things that don't exist. A tape. So what has really been throwing me off is, you know, the passage of time. So here we are 20 years later and they are re-releasing Shrek 2 in theaters. It has not Why? Been 20, because it's been 20 fucking years. So I'm I'm shocked because 20 years makes no sense. That movie just came out. Um, And they're about to make another Shrek. They're going to have Moana 2. They're going to have Kung Fu Panda 4 this year. They're going to have Sonic 3. So no, no new ideas I just, from Hollywood. It, I just don't know where to go. Obviously, the the latest uh, Netflix show, Last Airbender, had some polarizing reviews, as um, all <laughs> installments of that genre and um, TV show. Have. I see. Definitely, wise polarizing. The creators did leave. Um, they were just doing anything. It wasn't like the worst thing ever, but it just it was not what it. The material was but whatever whatever people do what they want um and i just don't know i feel like we're in this we're trapped almost in this uh nostalgia core like i know we used to talk about before but it's like okay we're really in it like i am watching the same well i'm watching concepts. i've been playing laura, uh, laura croft to murder the originals i beat the first one already and i'm gonna start working on the second mm-hmm. one today my point exactly look at this y'all we have a young viral young bachelor here in the city spending his time playing remastered versions of Tomb Raider, Lara Croft from 1990, who gives, 1900s. You know 1996. I mean? From the 1900s. Now, yeah. we're, we're now part, that part of history. Now I can see mm-hmm. in, in the 1900s, this yeah. came out, and now you're yeah. playing the same thing right now. Yeah. Um, 40 years later, and you're, 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 you're living your life. You're not curing cancer. You're not learning a new language. You are, um, and saying, I'm also oh, gonna start playing the yellow version on Pokemon. I, uh, <laughs> and what about it <laughs> i'm also living my life and i think that's fine i think again we're always gonna want to go back to childhood but like when it comes to movies and like creative projects why is everything referencing off something why no you're telling me you're why? not gonna go see bob the builder with anthony rainbow no. produced by jeremy no. lopez next year no I'm are not. you telling me you're not gonna go see the live action version of minecraft coming out next year with jack no. black and danielle brooks no no, I don't even know Minecraft like that. My my nephew probably will go see that, so, but I won't. I think that's okay. So it's not made it, for me. Does it affect you at all? You know, you, um, you know, you're a writer. Yeah, you, at, at your heart, at your heart. Oh, thank you. That's that's a compliment. I'm a writer in the dark. So, like I said, you you're a writer at your core. You know, if you yeah. don't know, Rafi has been, uh, you know, writing screenplays for. Yeah decades because you started when you were a child yeah yeah i used to do that to process you know being alone and in the closet and i used to write tv shows and movies and it was super fun and i would love to like see new ideas like there's so many we're in a point in our lives where we're showing more latino stories we're showing more black stories we're showing more asian and all these other lineages and queer stories why are that why is that not being talked about or why are we not producing more content for that we're we're getting kung fu panda 4 bitch 
Brian. Jack Black is in his bag. He said I'm gonna be every everything um, everywhere all at once. Well, yeah, is uh was it was that teacher movie he did? Uh, kids Kids School of Rock. School of is that rock. gonna be? Is that gonna be Kids age. School of Rock Five, y'all, coming to theaters in 2026. Um, yeah, there's just not enough interest. So why were you talking about that though? Like you want some new? Is what you're, is what you're saying? You want new ideas, or you are okay with nostalgia? Well, I just feel or like is it why making do we... me feel old? Oh. Old. Call me old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, it's a mix. I was on one hand, yes, I would like more new ideas. I'm I'm struggling with the idea or uh, that we have to keep using these old concepts to make new new movies. I'm like, just have a new movie, just make it a different thing. Like I think this live action net Netflix of Asbender, last Airbender, like Asbender, Asbender. I want to see that. I want to see that. Um. You know, same thing. I don't think it's bad, but if you compare it to what it's supposed to be, yes, it's bad. But if it was its own thing, it wouldn't have been bad. So I was wondering why we, why we can't get back to these original concepts. Now, little people don't know that Rafi and I were working on a, a project at one point. We writ, wrote a, a episode treatment for a, a show set in the city. We? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, you you helped me. But you got mad at me when I tried to make you write anything. So let's be clear. We is crazy. <laughs> but keep going, sweetie. I was a co-creator. Um, I had character <laughs> ideas. I wrote descriptions. I read lines. I did a treatment for a episode pilot um, for a show. Um, it was originally called The Scene. So it was set right after. First of all, don't be spilling the tea. That's still in the, that's still in the vault. So... Yeah, I, I feel like the nostalgia core we're in is very limiting in a sense that I introduced Rafi to these old concepts, right? Uh -huh. I, I, I was on TikTok shop, y'all, that got me. I got one of those fancy new age Game Boys with the LCD, which has billions of games from our past. And, you know, I have shown so many people and everyone has ordered one. And, you know, Rafi's watching tutorials for Pokemon Yellow, the original games, right? But I feel the issue is that you don't get the the joy out of it because you get access to everything now. I feel like the joy came from actually being a child, from actually only having access to a certain amount of games. I feel like we're we're still at the same point. We get overloaded, and then you find yourself just jumping and jumping and jumping to something to kind of remind yourself of what it used to be. But we have to do that in other ways. We're, we're just not children anymore. Um, I can see what you're saying. Um. But still, I mean, I'm very excited. I'm going to get to relive playing Yellow over all these games that could have never played all at once because A, money, and B, just everything. It's just now I get to do that. I am, you know, that's kind that's kind to me. So I'm not complaining about that aspect. But, but yeah, no, no, I, I hear what you're saying. You want new things. You wish I never got the Game Boy because you could be the only one. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I. Well, the thing is, as soon as I we got that Game Boy, you know, there's an upgraded one that has like the newer PS1, PS2 games, and it has like analog sticks on it, and that one sells for like I guess like ninety instead of forty. Oh, so like, why didn't like, you show me that one, huh? Well, it didn't come until today, and I was like, well, why couldn't I have that one? I don't want this old one. I just feel like it's always going to be you want something better. Same thing with like movie theaters, like malls and movie theaters are dying because, uh, you know, that era is over. Like you can only get people into the theaters unless there's an event. Like it's weird that all these Marvels and Disney movies and musicals are just flopping down. They come to streaming in a month. 
I mean, Mean Girls was bad. I finally saw Mean Girls, and that was bad. I still have it. I want to, but like, I don't know. You think you're not gonna like it? The the Karen girl got on my fucking. She's gorgeous, but the girl who played Karen was literally the worst actress I have ever seen. It was like RuPaul drag race level overacting and i was like what are you doing this is a serious movie like it's not a serious movie but it's a it's a movie is this is the not production this, diva this is not a skit so i was very disappointed and people were like oh she's so hot though and i'm like great she's pretty and i'm glad we're uplifting indian women but it was so not it, a was, good movie. It, it didn't even give megan's body to you i mean jennifer's body at lauren megan um there was no level of camp there was no level of good. There was no, it was just not good. It was just really bad. It was very disappointing. What did you do this weekend, Rappy? Oh my God! Thank you so much for asking. I was looking forward to talking to you about it today. Um, we went to we went to Lay Dip yesterday and it was super fun. I drank like I was rich for a day and it was lovely. I had a lot of champagne. Then we went to number nine. Then I went Ooh, to trade. Wow. I was feeling kinky yesterday. I was definitely like feeling flirty and like, ooh. People were spilling their tea to me yesterday. Girl, people bake, people people are really out here just like starting their lives over. It's crazy. Um, the diplomat has become your new your new hangout spot. Um, I, I the food the steak the steak frites are beyond bon, beyond beyond yeah. They're so good. So I and I love champagne and I like and again I if I'm gonna spend money I'm gonna spend money well I'm not gonna spend money on these chicken shit brunches that you know sometimes the food is not even adding up to anything but can we talk about it can we really talk about how DC food is not really like a city comparable food, yeah no it's morale, not really that good food yeah because I... the best food is in Virginia and Maryland. No shade. I, the way we have to commute for good food is crazy. I'm glad that, you know, I live in D.C. proper, which is in Maryland. And, <laughs> um, and you know, I, I have access to great food all the time and authentic food. But I just feel like every time we go to D.C., every restaurant. food is crazy. Wingstop is crazy. <laughs> authentic food. What authentic food do you have, Nanu? Do you have, is it falafel? Is it, um, you know, I know there's like Ethiopian around where you are. Do you have a lot of Ethiopian food? A lot of Ethiopian, <laughs> yeah. uh, Southeast Asian, Caribbean, mm. you know, a lot of the flavors are here. You 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 love jerk chicken? I love jerking and I love chicken. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel blessed for that reason because the food's already good. You know, I had friends come into town. They're like, can we go back to this one place? Because I can't find it in San Diego. And, what, you know. What um, was it? Yeah. The place. Um, I wouldn't want to spill my secrets. Like I couldn't talk about the place, so I can talk. Oh, about because, first of all, other people are spilling your your place, uh, and they're getting paid to do it. That's what's crazy. We weren't paid to go to K Pot in Rockville, Maryland. So obviously, like we were saying, food in DC is a little weird. So even when you try things that we eat, you're definitely gambling, right? A new place for sure. I mean, I would love to try new places. Um, but ugh, it's just sometimes so hit or miss. And I'm like, why, why I should have just gone to this place. I should have just gone to this place. A couple of episodes ago, right? Rappy did this shady edit of me and it was like, oh, oh I'm, I said, I'm restarting my, I said, I'm restarting my health journey. You said, oh my God, for the, how many of time? So I'll have to <laughs> oh, say, damn, she remembers y'all. She got triggered. 
All that to say, like I said, you know, I was going to use this year to set, restart my health journey. So I did, you know, redo my kitchen. And by that, I just meant I bought all new appliances, reorganized everything so the island could be maximized for kitchen. I restarted my HelloFresh. I am back in my cooking era officially. And Okay, I think okay. that proportionizing and having consistent meals is going to really, really benefit because, you know, me working and not eating until I get home and just delivery all day, it's just not giving. And then me going to Cape Cod every week is also not uh, a cheap little excursion. Oh no! Spend. I mean, Uber Uber Eats gets a lot of my food, my my money, unfortunately, and I have tried to end that relationship with them, but it's just so hard. You know, when It's I first so met hard. you, when I first met you, you were like on Blue Apron or something. Blue Apron. No, I was on like Mighty Meals or something. Blue Apron is crazy. I don't know what Blue Apron is. But. <laughs> yeah, and I remember you were you were actually the first person I ever saw with meal prep meals that paid for, and I was so um, inspired. Thank I, I, you. I remember I remember the food Thank you, being Nina. looking and smelling nasty and I was like, this is so weird. But now you're giving it a chance, so I hope it works out for you in your fitness journey. Well, I think that my food is gonna be more delicious, more tasty. Um I definitely got a lot of chickens and steaks. Um Oh, and okay. now I will not be cooking any of this, but I can't wait to taste it. You're a cook, you know how to cook. We love it. We love Going someone who going knows how to to cook. going to Korean barbecue every weekend has taught me how to cook. Just like Beyonce's solo single, Texas Hold'em has reached the global Spotify charts at number one. You know, we have the number one fan base here. We don't do it. We want to thank you all for listening, for streaming, for downloading, and just interacting because we have so much fun being able to create this yeah. space and be with you all. Um, where do you think they can find you at, Ravi? Oh, I love this question because they already know. You can find me at Wait Don't Do It Podcast. You can find me every second Saturday at El Rey for Reggaeton Brunch. And, of course, you can find me on Reggaeton Brunch CC as well. Where can they find you, beautiful thing? You can find me at Nini Paris, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all the things. And, of course, next weekend um, here, March 2nd, JR is for Identity Theft, our Fire and Ice theme. Um, make sure you check out Reggaeton Brunch on March 9th at El Rey. And we can't wait to see you all for another amazing episode. This has been Wait. Don't do it. See you next week.